Welcome to another inspirational podcast at Real Life Church. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com. Hey, thank you so much for joining us at Real Life Church online today. Man, I'm so excited you're with us. Hey, if you need some hope, you need some encouragement, you're looking for a positive message today, you've come to the right place. Hey, I want to encourage you in God. Man, he brought you here on purpose today. Somebody's to hear this. God is alive and active. He's working behind the scenes and everything. You may not feel him in this moment, but today's going to be encouraging and a powerful message for you. We are launching or relaunching a series called Stay Positive. We did this a couple years ago and it was a huge shot in the arm. I'm excited for it today. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a few songs of worship. Uh, we're going to give you ways to connect and then have a message of positivity called Stay Positive here in a little bit. Come on, stand to your feet. Let's worship Jesus big this morning. Come on, let's give it up to him. Who you are, oh, that is who you are. 
So we invite you today, take a posture of worship, stand to your feet, come to your knees, raise your hands, do what you need to do. We are inviting the Spirit of God into this place to move in us today.
evidence is all around that the spirit of the Lord is here overflow in this place fill our hearts with your love your Yeah. 
evidence is all around that the Spirit of the Lord is here. The Spirit of God is here with us today. God, you're so good and we know that you are doing something big in our lives, something incredible. And I just know there's somebody logging in today that just needs to hear this word of hope, God, this word of positivity, that they're gonna come in here and have a moment of praise with you. And we know, God, that while the world is going crazy, that we are gonna give you some praise. God, we celebrate you and all that you're doing in our midst today, amen. Hey, let's give God some praise this morning. Lift up those praises to him. Give him some praise hands in the comments, some likes. Let's set Facebook on fire a little bit this morning. Even if he's not moving in the season with you, he is worthy of our praise today. What an incredible, incredible moment. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you guys so much for joining with us today. We are so pumped that you are here. Welcome home. You belong here at Real Life, and we're so glad that you're here. Hey, I want you to look around and find somebody that you don't know. Give them a little like, give them a reply, give them a virtual hug, whatever that looks like to you on there. Um, but just make everybody feel so, so welcome, especially those of you who are new with us today. Welcome to Real Life. We're so pumped that you're here. We would love the chance to connect with you. And so we have a digital communication card. This is your way to connect with us, to let us know where you are at in life. You can text RLNEW to 97000, or there's gonna be a link in the comments below that you can check out today. I wanna tell you, this is a safe form for you to fill out. We're not um, gonna come do anything weird. We just wanna connect with you. Someone from our team just wants to call and reach out, see how you're doing in this season, pray for you, and just thank you so much for being a part of what God is doing here at Real Life today. But we're so glad that you're a part of it, and I hope you feel super welcome today. You know, it's our mission to see people far from God discover their real life and purpose in Jesus. And so in other words, we're a church for unchurched people. We're a place where anybody can come and learn more about Jesus, can follow him, and discover their life and what God has for them. We are for people, and so we in this season are just bringing hope out to the world, out to Facebook and YouTube, everywhere we are in Jesus' name, bringing hope. So let's just pray as God is entering in this this morning. God, we know that you're near, God. Your word says you're with us. And in this time of fear and uncertainty, God, when so many have so many different thoughts and views, we just know across our country, across our world, you are moving in revival, God. You are filling us with your hope and your power. You are making a way, God, because you are a miracle worker, God. We're seeking today just to have an authentic encounter with you in this moment. God, I pray for each person who's logged on here. This is not an accident that they've stumbled across this today. God, you are a God on purpose with a purpose, and we want to be focused in on your mission, God. We love you so much, and we are thankful for all that you're doing in our midst. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, what an incredible morning. Hey, I want you to take this second, look around, find somebody that you don't know, say hi, give them a high five, send them a gif or a gif, whichever camp you live in. Let's blow up Facebook with all the likes this morning, greet each other, make each other feel so super welcome because I am pumped for our message series that is coming up today. <laughs> when your car is broken too, there's only one thing you want to do. Open your mouth and let it spew, but I am telling you, stay positive. <laughs> 
When you're baking a cake for your family, your kids are hopped up on caffeine. Your fluffy cake is now kinda lean. Remember, don't be mean. Stay positive. Stay positive, man. What an incredible little video. I thought of myself those cars falling apart. I don't know if you've had a cake recently, recently that fell over. Uh, man, that song. If you're not smiling yet, I'm telling you, now's the time to get excited. These songs, they get, they're catchy. They're in your head. They're going to be there all the time. So, hey, I want to say welcome to Real Life Church one more time. Thank you for being with us, especially if you're part of our family. Uh, if you call Real Life home, man, excited you're here. If you're new with us, I want to say a special thank you for watching this video today. It means the world with us that you're here uh, watching this. You're an honored guest today. God's brought you here on purpose and with a purpose. Hey, can everybody do me a favor right now? Uh, man, When you, if you like this content, God's speaking to you, can you share this content? I'm telling you, it makes a world of difference. I'm telling you, there's people who will never, ever, ever step foot in a church. Uh, they would never visit our church in person, but because you share the content, they're clicking on it. You got friends and family, neighbors that are watching this content. God is using this to make a difference. So today, click that. Man, if you've got the courage to click it, I'm telling you, it means the world to us today. This is the best way to be missional in this season is to click that share button. Well, we are relaunching a series called Stay Positive. I don't know if you remember these goofy characters in these bumper videos. Um, and the reason we're doing this series, again, you might ask why we're doing it, is because I need it. Come on, somebody. Man, I can drift into negativity so easily. Who knows? We live in a world, it's an epidemic of negativity. I mean, you watch the news, what sells? All the negative stories. And you see all the stuff, the world's divided, things are falling apart. In the season, especially in the coronavirus, there's so much we can be negative about. And sometimes people come in and interrupt your video and you get mad. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, man. So what happened is this phone went off over here with Rob. I'm not going to throw him on the bus, Rob Halford. Um, but I'm just telling you guys, it's easy to be distracted and be discouraged in this season. There's so much anxiety and stress and negativity. I mean, when are we going to get back to a normal? Come on, somebody. I'm getting tired of preaching at a camera. I know some of you want to get back. Man, I know our emotions are high. It's easy to get upset, especially when phones go off. Uh, we're just having a lot of fun around here. Um, but I, I just want to encourage you guys, we're going to dive in the next five weeks. He's he's over. Now he's doing other stuff. I don't know if he's distracting so much. Um, but over the next five weeks, we're going to dive in uh, to the Stay Positive series. We're talking about being grateful, encouraging, uh, talking about gratitude, um, generosity, all these topics. Now I'm just asking God to do work in our heart in this series. I'm telling you, rewire our minds and our hearts. And so today we're going to jump in. Here's the title of the message is I'm optimistic. Enough of the bad news. Are you guys tired of bad news? I mean, it's been nothing but bad news round and round and round. Everything changed every day. But today we're going to be, I'm optimistic. Hey, turn to your neighbor and tell them, I don't know about you, but I'm optimistic. Come on, turn someone on the couch on the bed. I'm optimistic. Tell them. All right, now turn to your other neighbor if you've got a kid there and tell them, hey, I'm sorry I missed you. I love you, uh, but be positive. I'm and we talk about, I'm optimistic. These guys all, they, they've been testing me all day today. You're going to love this. Uh, it's going to be a good day. I'm telling you, I can feel it already. I'm optimistic. And we're talking about optimism. We're not talking about some kind of pseudo reality or denial of reality. Uh, or sort of kind of wishful thinking or some naive hope or something, it's all going to work out and we're going to avoid problems. I know we're talking about the confidence that there's going to be a successful outcome. We're talking about the unwavering expectation that God is working behind the scenes in this moment and every circumstance in your situation 
for your future good. We're talking about an unwavering expectation that God is working behind the scenes in this moment, in this circumstance for your good. Who knows some of us, man, we're bent towards being positive, being optimistic, and some of us, we're bent to be pessimistic, okay? Uh, you know, you're looking at somebody probably right now in this moment. Some of you guys are, are just bent to be optimistic. Man, you're on cloud nine. You're just too blessed to be stressed. You're just flowing around. My wife, now she's ta- now she's cheering over here. Man, she just walk on cloud all the time. It's There's no stress. We're like, ah, I don't care. I love life, you know? And then some of us are pessimistic, right? Man, all the blessings are bringing all this stress in our life. I mean, this is not the time to point to your spouse, Diane. You put she's not pointing, but she was thinking the point. I could tell. Um, but I'm telling you, sometimes point your spouse. But you feel like me, I have some self-talk, man. It's never gonna work out. I can't tell you times I've said that in my life. We're never gonna do this. It's not gonna work out. Man, it's gone from bad to worse and worse to bad and bad to worse and worse to bad. Oh my gosh, it's going crazy. These teenagers. <sighs> you rip your hair out, right? Uh, I mean, you're thinking about the life and the world's coming to an end and man, my marriage is falling apart. Uh, man, homeschooling, come on somebody, I'm ready. I'm ready for it to be over. This homeschooling, ah, oh, it's so negative. I can't do this anymore. Man, the government, it's a conspiracy everywhere. It's going crazy. Man, the church, it's falling apart. The church is dying. How are we doing this? Okay, the church isn't dying. I'm just I'm making us all, but the church is dying, right? Like we're so pessimistic about life. Man, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. I don't know how I'm gonna make it through. I'm telling you the reality is there's a lot of wrong stuff in the world today, but can I encourage you, even with all the wrong stuff, man, that God is doing some great stuff behind the scenes, and we're going to celebrate that in this season. I know stuff would be negative, but we're going to stay positive today. Can I tell you the quality of your life will never exceed the quality of your thoughts? I'm going to say it again. The quality of your life will never exceed the quality of your thoughts. Man, as a man thinks, so he is. I'm telling you, you can never have a higher quality of life than what you put in your mind. You know, we often get exactly what we see. We often get exactly what we're looking for. Think about a buzzard and a hummingbird. I mean, what's a buzzard look for? I mean, it looks for a dead thing. What does it find? It finds that roadkill, doesn't it? Now think about a hummingbird. It looks for sweet things. What does it find? I mean, it finds nectar. It finds the sweet things. Can I tell you, this is biblical. This is a principle in the Bible. Solomon says this in Proverbs 11, 27. He says, if you search for good, you will find favor. But if you search for evil, it will find you. Man, here's the funny thing. Some of you have already discounted this message series. You're already hating this series. Like, man, I don't want to hear this Stay Positive series. Some of you are like, the music is too loud at church. Hello, control the volume on your phone, on your laptop. We've actually had a complaint, believe it or not, while we're online that the music was too loud. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? Like, how is that even possible? Like, use your phone. Like, I just got to find something to be negative about. Man, that pastor, I can't stand him. That stupid pastor, he's trying to encourage us and be inspirational and bring these messages. I can't believe it. He's so good looking. Okay, nobody nobody said that part. I'm just making I'm just making all this up. Man, my life group, I can't stand those Zoom meetings. There's so many meetings, so many Zooms. I mean, it's so easy to be negative in our culture today. I'm telling you, this isn't some pop culture message. This in some positive thinking theology. I mean, this is in the Bible. If you're going to write something down, write this down. I'm not optimistic based on what I feel. I'm optimistic based on what God says. Come on, somebody. It's not on my circumstance. It's not on what's around me. It's not what a per- person said. It's what God said in my life. It's based upon God's truth. I'm not 
optimistic based on how I feel. I'm optimistic based on what God says. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to Romans 8. We're going to look at eight things of why I'm optimistic, what God's word says about optimism. And we're going to Romans 8. There's 23 things that I found in Romans chapter 8. I'm going to give you eight of them. I don't know why I said eight. It's just like a magic number. I'm just going to throw it out there. 23, come on. You're going to be sleeping, okay, by the time we get to end this message. So we're just going to do eight of these things. This is one chapter in the Bible, okay? This is one story, one chapter of why we're optimistic. And this can be like a machine gun message, okay? It is going to be flying. So you got to put your seatbelts on. I don't know if you guys are ready to be optimistic. You guys ready? Come on, give some hearts. Come on, let me know you're ready. Now they're quiet in this room when you need somebody to be optimistic. Um, yeah. yeah, there's one. All right. So we're going to be optimistic. Eight reasons out of Romans 8. Check it out. Reason number one, I'm optimistic because my sins are forgiven and my eternity is secure. Check this out in Romans 8, 1 and 2. It says, therefore, there is now what? Come on, put a smile on your face when you say it. There is no condemnation in Christ. There is no judgment. There's no guilt. There's no shame. There's no fear for those who in Christ Jesus because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. Come on, this is some good news. If you're in Christ, man, if you've committed your life to Jesus, if you called on him, you are saved and new. Man, your heaven is your home. Your homeward bound. This earth isn't your home. This is the worst life we'll ever get in this season. Your sins are forgiven. You're made new. You have a God that loves you and it's forgiven you. I'm telling you, your sins are as far as the east is from the west. Come on, are we optimistic this morning? This is good news for us today that we've been forgiven from a lot, that God's forgiven me from all these things in my life. And today we are made new. There's no condemnation in Christ. My sin are forgiven. Man, I'm, my home is in eternity with Jesus. Come on, that's the first reason I'm optimistic today. Number two, check this out, that Jesus is at the right hand of God praying for me today. Man, wow, to think that Jesus is praying for me in this season, in this very moment. I want you to check this out in Romans 8, 34. It says, Christ Jesus who died, more than that, who was raised to life at the right hand of God is also interceding. That means he's praying for us right now. I don't know about you, I love it when somebody spiritual prays over us. Matter of fact, a few weeks ago, uh, Drew Holcomb, he's gonna love this, he prayed, and it was kind of random in our huddle. I called on him because somebody else, uh, their phone was cutting out. So I called on him, he began to pray, and all of a sudden he got that prayer voice going. He's like, God. He had like those three syllables for God and Jesus, uh, you know, had the, all this going. And I didn't have my eyes open. I know his hand was in there. He's doing one of these things, like this Jamaican thing. He was just praying, and all of a sudden the spirit of God's falling on this meeting. You know, he's got this hand up. It's like an antenna. Beep, 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 beep. And it's like connecting with the Holy Spirit of God. All of a sudden, man, the Holy Spirit's breaking loose. Man, God's just in this meeting. I'm telling you, I've got some good news for you, man. Drew, he was on point praying this last huddle. But I'm telling you that there's somebody else that's praying, praying for you besides Drew. And his name is Jesus. Come on, somebody. Jesus is praying for you. He's the right hand of the Father. Here's the good news. Jesus knows exactly what you're walking through. He knows what's every thought and intention of your heart. He knows every hair on your head. He knows every worry, every doubt, every fear, everything that's in secret. He knows everything about you, what you're struggling with, what your finances look like. And Jesus is praying for you in this moment. I'm telling you, it's time to be optimistic because your God is with you and praying for you today. Man, third thing is this, my future victory is greater than my present pain. Man, somebody needs to hear this. Some of you guys are walking through a tough season. Man, some of you guys are in some pain. How, how is this season treating you? Some of you guys 
guys are exhausted. Man, some of you guys are depleted. Some of you guys are empty in the season. Some of you guys are hurting in so many ways. Maybe you're facing a job loss. I talked to somebody today who is losing their job. Maybe you're worried about getting sick. I talked to somebody again today who just got diagnosed with cancer. I'm telling you, some of you guys have relational challenges in your marriages, uh, with your kids, with family members, with prodigal children. And today you're wondering, man, where is God? What is going on? I'm telling you, there's a future victory that's greater than your pain. God can transform any situation into his victory. I'm telling you, in this season, it's just a preparation for what God is about to do, that he's going to sharpen you into the image of Jesus. I'm optimistic about this. Look what it says in Romans 8, 18. He says, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Man, Paul wrote this, and you're like, okay, how can Paul even say this? Because I'm walking through a difficult season. Here's what, here's kind of Paul's story. And I'm trying to minimize what you've been through, but here's what Paul had went through when he wrote this. He'd been in prison multiple times. Five times he endured 40 lashes. Man, three times he'd been beaten with rods. He was stoned. I'm not talking about medicinal purposes here, okay? Uh, he was shipwrecked. He spent a night at sea. He was betrayed. These guys are laughing. He was beaten and left for dead. Man, he wrote these words, I can say, our present suffering not worth comparing to the glory that were revealed in us. He knew something greater was coming. He was being prepared in this season. Even in the worst moments of his life, he was looking forward to all that God had for him. I'm not saying your season isn't difficult. It's not hard. It didn't take your breath away or surprise you, but I am telling you it's not worthy to compare the glory to what God's going to do through your pain. I believe God will take all of your ashes, all of the pain, all of the suffering, and he'll make something beautiful out of it. Your story will be something incredible that'll move people towards God, that he has a greater hope for you in this season. You may not feel it, but God is doing something behind the scenes. That's why James says this in James chapter one. He says, I consider it all joy. Man, I am optimistic. When I go into a trial, when I go into a circumstance, you know, I'm going into some kind of persecution, when life doesn't go my way, I consider it all joy because the testing of my faith, it's producing perseverance. My perseverance, it helps me mature and then it teaches me all things. I'll be lacking nothing. And I believe that God is using this season to temper us and to grow us. And you're going to come to the point in your life where I hope you leave here today and you're like, thank God for my problems. Thank God for the pressure. Thank God for my soul. Thank God for the things that didn't go my way because I'm drawing close to him in this season because nothing compares to the glory of what God is going to do in and through your life. Your future victory is greater than your present pain. Somebody's to hear this today. You're not optimistic because you feel it down in your soul. You're optimistic because of what God says. Number four, my mind is filled with the peace of God. Look what it says in Romans 8, 6. It says, the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life in peace. Man, in Christ, you don't have to be dominated by your old nature, by the old man, by a sin nature. You don't have to do the wrong things. No, you don't have to be driven in that direction. You can be transformed by the newing of your mind. Man, you can see earth from an eternal perspective. You know you're just walking through. This isn't your home. Man, the situation you're in is not going to last forever. Somebody's to hear that. This is just a phase. This is just a phase. This is our current normal. It's not the forever normal. This is just a season we're walking through. And there's a peace that surpasses all understanding when you're following the mind of Christ with the spirit inside of you. Some of you guys have walked through some terrible tragedies. Some of you guys have been through the bottom of the valley. Some of you guys have walked through some hard stuff. And I think of Victor when he shared in a six and six, and he talked about having cancer and how he just trusted God through the season. Man, how can you trust God in the season? Can I encourage you? It's because he didn't do it by himself. 
He wasn't alone. The Spirit of God was with him, walking through this every step of the way. His mind was on the things of God. You know, oftentimes um, it's the small things that distract us and puts us in our flesh, right? Like the word traffic. All of a sudden, like we have lost the Spirit of God in our mind and we, we are giving symbols and we're yelling and we're hammering the gas pedal and we're breaking all this stuff. You know, all of a sudden we're, we're acting out of rage and out of the old man and out of self. And it's so easy to do that. And I think we need to find ourselves focused on things of God, putting the spirit in our life. Diane talked about last week, having rest in our life. And rest doesn't mean that you're not busy. It just means that the spirit of God is just inside of you. The spirit of God is in your mind, is on your heart. You're just acting out of the spirit, just asking God, what are you teaching me in this season? Every time you go through something hard, anytime you're walking through a season of doubt, anytime something doesn't make sense or it's uncertain, man, God, what are you teaching me? I want your mind and your heart in me right now. I remember to choose by governed by the spirit and not by the flesh, man. I'm, I'm optimistic that my mind is filled with the peace of God in this season. Number five, here it is. If God is for me, come on somebody, who can be against me? Man, if God is for me, who can be against me? Look at Romans 8, 31. It says, if God is for us, come on, you guys say this out loud in your living room, who can be against us? Man, if God is for us, who can be against us? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God that justifies. Man, who could be against us? You probably have got some enemies if you're in leadership. You have some critics. You have some people that tear you down. You have people that don't like what you do. And when God is for you, what's it matter? What's it matter if they don't like you? What's it matter if you get ridiculed for the name of Jesus? You're going to get ridiculed a little bit. Can I just tell you, when I get persecuted, that doesn't bother me. It's when I don't get pure persecuted that it bothers me. When there's nobody, when I'm not taking flack, I'm not getting criticized, that means I'm not pushing Jesus into the culture. I'm telling you, it's when I don't get persecuted that bothers me the most. Matter of fact, you got to realize that God has your back. Matter of fact, I was growing up, uh, my dad, he owned a jewelry store down in Warrensburg, and uh, we put out the jewelry in the morning. I was like five years old and we run around and uh, we'd chase my brother behind the cabinets and stuff all day just being obnoxious and uh, this is old school we'd uh, put our feet up on the counter we put in where in the world is Carmen San Diego come on somebody the floppy drive you don't tell me to flip it over right between in the middle of whatever hunt you're on right and we just kick back and we'd hang out in the office and I'm just telling you uh, when the employees got upset and sometimes the customers looking at us weird do I want to tell you something my dad was for me the boss was for me. Who can be against me? I can kind of rule rule the roost. You know what I'm saying? I can do what I want to do. I'm telling you, in this world, our dad is for us. Our heavenly father knows exactly what you're walking through. If you got people that aren't for you, you got some relationships and you're on the right side of it and God's in this, I'm telling you, who can stand against you? If God's for it, who can stop it? I'm optimistic today that God is for me and that nothing can stop that. Number six, God's spirit helps me in my weakness. God's spirit helps me in my weakness. When I am weak because of his spirit, I am strong. Check it out in Romans 8, 24. He says, who, or say, who hopes for what they already have? I mean, nobody hopes for what they already own, but we hope for what we don't have yet. We wait for it patiently. Some of you guys are in this moment. You're waiting between the promise and the fulfillment of a promise from God today. You're in the moment in between. And it says in the same way, the spirit helps us in our weakness. Man, if you're feeling weak this morning, if you're feeling discouraged, you're feeling overwhelmed, can I encourage you that God doesn't just help people who help themselves. God helps people who need help. When you're weak, when you can't take your next breath, when you feel overwhelmed, when you feel disappointed and discouraged, God shows up in this season. I've got good news for you. If you're feeling like you're incapable, if you're unsure, if you're uncertain, if you're worn out, can I 
Christ encourage you, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the grave lives in you today. His power is through you in your weakness. You are made perfect through Christ, that he wants to shine through you. It's not your power that changes your family, that changes society, that makes everything work together. It's God's timing and his strength, so we're gonna rest in him. It's his power today. I'm telling you, your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. If you're a pessimist, I'm sorry today, uh, we're stepping on your toes. I'm stepping my own toes. These guys have been bagging on me before I preach this message all morning. All right, like You're going to be positive, be positive, be positive. I'm telling you, I'm preaching to myself today, but I want to encourage you that your life is moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. And so God wants you to be optimistic today. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit's going to help you in your weakness. When you're down, the Holy Spirit holds you up. When you feel alone, the Holy Spirit is your friend. When you're hurting, the Holy Spirit's your comforter. When you're weak, the Holy Spirit is your strength today. Today, can I encourage you that when you're weak, man, I'm optimistic through Christ, I'm strong. It's not my power, it's God's power. My, my strength is made perfect in my weakness and through Christ, man, he's gonna change the relationships around my life. It's all through his power. So we're optimistic today. Man, it's not because of how I feel, it's because of what we know about Jesus. Number seven, here it is. God's working everything in my life for good. This is so important. Somebody to hear this today. God is working everything. Every situation, every tragedy, every every loss, man, every hurt, he's using for his good. Check it out in Romans 8, 28. It says, and we know that in what? Come on, say it with me. We know that in what? All things. They're like, these guys are talking now like that. They're shouting. You can turn an average preacher into a great preacher by shouting down. I like that. All things. And that Greek word for all, guess what? It means all. I did a lot of study on that. That was real complicated. All things, all circumstances. It says God works for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. I'm telling you, there's nothing in your life that God will not transform into something for his glory. There's nothing in your life. There's nothing that's happened to you. There's nothing that you've done. There's nothing that you've been called. There's no identity that you've struggled with. There's no insecurity. There's nothing in your life that God will not transform from ashes to beauty. You know, matter of fact, a few years back, actually I'm getting old now, so it's probably like six or seven years ago, uh, we went to New York City as a family. And we're in New York City, we, we end up seeing Wicked on Broadway. It's a great story of how much this cost. It's a great story. Um, but we're on the middle of the balcony, very front, watching uh, Wicked. And we're here, we, we like the whole reason we went to New York City. And uh, in the middle of a theater production, uh, you probably know this, there's an intermission. And so during this 15-minute intermission, uh, while we're going to the bathroom and eating nachos and cheese or whatever we're doing, uh, there is a group of people that are working behind the scenes. There are stage hands that are moving different things on the stage. The lines are being adjusted. People are moving and changing costumes. Uh, the, the orchestra is changing music. They may be changing seats, maybe changing instruments. All these things are happening. We get back in our seats and all of a sudden the curtain opens and you're like, wow, this is unbelievable. I can't believe they did that in 15 minutes. There's a huge scene change. Like It's unreal what's happening. Can I just tell you right now that you are in the intermission that you're in the intermission of life just because you can't feel God in this moment. I'm positive that God is working behind the scenes. He is doing things you can't see. You can't see these stage hands. You can't see the orchestra pit. You can't see the lights being moved. You can't see the costume changes. You can't see what's happened next, but God is preparing in this season for us. So all things are working together for the good that God's using your tragedy. That he's not surprised where you're at in the season. In this moment, somebody needs to hear this today. God is working working on your behalf 
for your future good. Even when your heart is being crushed, he's already working. God, man, we're talking way maker, right? He's already moving in this place. I'm telling you, we're waiting on the faithfulness of God. You're gonna see what God is gonna do in the future, man. I am positive, optimistic today that God is working on your behalf. Man, last thing, here's eight. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Man, I hope you hear this today. If you hear anything, there's nothing that's gonna separate you from the love of God. You might think the key to your happiness is to lower your expectation so you won't be disappointed. Can I just encourage you today that the key to your happiness is to raise your expectation of God, to raise your expectation of his presence, of his power, of his strength in your life because God is always faithful. I'm telling you, we're not going back to normal, baby. We're gonna do something better than normal. We're gonna be back, we're gonna be better marriage. We're gonna have a better church. We're gonna be more on fire for Christ. We're gonna have a deeper love for people. Our generosity is greater our Christians, we're going to be bolder. The light's going to shine brighter and the harvest is going to be bigger. Can I tell you that all things are working together for our good and that his love cannot be separated from us today? Check it out Romans 8. It says, for I'm convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor the present, nor the future, nor any power, nor height, nor depth, nor any el anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord. No matter where you go, God is with you. No matter what you've done, God loves you. No matter what's ever happened to you in your past, God loves you today. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Here it is. I'm optimistic. We made it through eight things in Romans chapter eight. Can you guys believe that? Eight reasons I'm optimistic. I know there's a lot of reasons that we can be negative. There's a lot of wrong in the world. There's a lot of things that we can say, oh man, this, this is not going well. But you know what? God is doing something behind the scenes. I'm optimistic, not because of what I see, not because of how I feel, not because of my circumstance, but because of what God says, because of who he is. Here's the eight things. I'm optimistic because my sins are forgiven and my eternity is secure. I'm optimistic because Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father making intercession, praying for me. I'm optimistic because my future victory is greater than my present pain. I'm optimistic because my mind is filled with the peace of God. I'm optimistic because God is for me. So who can be against me? I'm optimistic because God's spirit is work in my weakness. I'm optimistic that God is working everything in all circumstances, in all areas of my life for my future good. I'm optimistic because nothing, absolutely nothing can separate me from the love of God in Christ Jesus. I'm not going back to a negative perspective. Man, my optimism isn't built on what the world says. It's not built on what other people say. It's built on what God says. It's not even my own feelings. It's what God says about me. Can I encourage you today? It's easy to want to be the vulture. It's easy to want to be the buzzard. It's easy to want to be negative. It's easy to want to be pessimistic, but you know what? Everything we're going to do, we're going to fight to be the hummingbird. We're going to be optimistic in this season. We're going to look for God's best. We know God's going to do something today. Come on, let's give him some praise. Let's be optimistic. Let's let God know we love him today. Come on, we pray with me. Father, thank you so much that you sent your best, God, that you have a plan that you're working. God, we trust it this moment to you that you're working all things for your glory. Hello, I talked to somebody today that says, you know what, I need to be more optimistic. I've been a little pessimistic. You might say, Sean, have you ever been pessimistic? Hey, guilty as charged. If you've hung out with me a little bit, you might know I'm more bent towards pessimism. But can I tell you, I want God to work in my life over these next five weeks. I want God to change my heart to be more positive. And maybe that's to you today. You wanna say, I'll be more optimistic. I wanna have the, the heart of God I realized that I've been living the wrong life. I had changed my attitude. If that's you, I want to pray for you. Father, I thank you that you're doing a work only you can do. God, I wouldn't be optimistic 
gotten this season when everything can be negative, when we can see the glass is half empty and things didn't go our way and our story is different than the way we would have written it. God, we just trust you in this season. God, I pray we'd apply and learn from these eight lessons in Romans 8. God, just do a work in our heart that only comes from you, God. That's not based on our feeling. It's not based on some magical, mystical thing out there. No, it's based on your truth and your word, God, that you are doing all these things, God, behind the scenes, that your spirit is in us. And God, I pray you just teach us, God, to be optimistic, to be full of joy when we face trials. And I want to talk to you this morning that may be struggling, that you've been trying to be happy. You try to find purpose. You try to find meaning in life, and you, you just can't find that fulfillment. Can I tell you today about what optimism is all about? Can I give you the greatest news that's ever been told? The greatest story that you need to hear today is the story of Jesus. Jesus came from heaven to our earth to die on a cross for our sins. The Bible says that our sins were nailed to him on that cross. He became sin for us and that we cannot earn God's grace, but he gave it to us on the cross freely. The Bible says he loves us more than we can ever know. And so today I want to encourage you that you can have a relationship with Jesus. You can have something more than just a pretend happiness. You can have a joy that's seated down in your soul because God has forgiven your sins today. The Bible says that anybody that calls on the name of Jesus will be saved, be made new and forgiven. So today, if you need Jesus, you're going to say yes to his forgiveness, yes to a new life that's not just built on what the world says, it's built on what God says, it's built on Jesus himself. He died on the cross for your sins. If you want Jesus and say yes to him, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Father God, thanks so much for sending Jesus to die on a cross for my sins. God, I'm optimistic because of what God did for me. I'm forgiven. God made new. Thank you so much for sending your best and your son to die for my sins. God, you can have my life and I'll live for you. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give it up for everybody who came to Christ today. Come on, let's show some love. Let's be optimistic. Come on, give it up. We got guys clapping in here. This is awesome. These guys are so optimistic. It's unreal. And Diane, look, she, there's a cloud. She's come. I can't even make the sound. And that's <laughs> you today, and you've made that decision to follow Jesus. This is the first day of an incredible journey. We are celebrating along with you. And the first step that you can take on that journey is to text RLNEXT to 97000. It's going to get you connected with some really awesome next steps on that journey with Jesus, and it's a really cool place to get started. And if you're like, you know what? I've been hanging out here for six or seven weeks, and I don't know how to get connected. Or, you know what? I've been coming to real life for a while, even you know back in the day when we used to be able to meet together back in the day <laughs> those were the well, gold days Dude, we're going back said, to a better normal come on day. i, didn't I know i know i'm preaching um, still you are so, yes shut me down um but no but <laughs> if you've been for a while and you're like you know what i don't know what my next step is i'm not sure how to get connected i want to learn more i want to meet some people i want to get connected your next step is to join one of our life groups our life groups are fully online we are meeting every week there's a place for you to connect there are groups every night of the week every age range every interest level there is just a ton of ways for you to get connected to what God is doing here at Real Life. Life groups are fun. Life groups are real. We talk about real stuff. We have an incredible time together. And each week right now, we're kind of just breaking down, you know, what is going on on these Sunday gatherings, applying it to our life and just really connecting with each other for that accountability. But you've got to get connected to a group. They are an incredible place to get connected. And let me tell you today, that is your next step if you haven't done that yet. Yeah, that's awesome. Life groups are where it's at. I want to encourage you. There's one thing that um, we're going to do it's maybe it's gonna be new to most people today uh, if you didn't check out our email. Um, but starting on the 31st of May, uh, we're gonna start meeting in person and watch parties at people's houses. And so some coming next Sunday, uh, we are gonna let you know all the houses that are available and you have a chance to sign up. 
uh, learn more about them. Basically, it's on Sunday mornings. You're going to hang out in people's garages. Um, we're going to have about 15 of these watch parties all throughout our city. And this is a great way to get connected in this season. There's a few reasons we're doing this in this season this way. One, uh, because we cannot be back at KT right now. They're still deciding what to do at our elementary school. And so um, second thing is this, is that uh, we, we, we don't really have a kids ministry that can meet um, right away. And so we're waiting for the school to kind of lead through that. And third, uh, I just don't think it's going to make the, uh, the biggest difference possible in this season. Uh, attendance is probably about 30% of what it would have been before we started uh, pre-virus. And so for us, we think this is the greatest way to reach our city to be on mission is to have watch parties so you can invite your neighbors to these houses. They pull up a lawn chair, hang out, you watch this content with your friends, with some of your life group friends. Maybe you have a meal afterwards, whatever, and you hang out. This is a great way to get connected and invite people. I believe there's people who show up to this who never show up on Sunday morning. I believe this is a, the, the, the thing God's called to in this season. I believe we're not going to fight against the culture and try to just meet together in a large group. Uh, it's going to be way better uh, to maximize what God's doing. I think it's a unique opportunity. I'm serious. This keeps me up at night. Uh, this gets me up in the morning just thinking about this concept of what God can do through these watch parties. I would encourage you next Sunday, get signed up. We're going to send out all the information, let you know more about this next week. Get signed up for a house. Be there Sunday morning. Uh, check it out and also be committed to a life group. You guys are going to love it. I would encourage you. Generosity is making a difference in this season. This week has been a hallmark, hallmark week. It's been absolutely crazy. Lots of highlights. Uh, first thing is our blood drive. Absolutely crazy. Uh, literally, we shut it down. There were some people signed up. They didn't have enough uh, volunteers and workers and stuff. And so um, we capped it off and uh, we had about 73 people that donated blood. Out of that 73, uh, you guys saved uh, 366 lives because you guys doing that blood. It's going to be given to so many people. I want to say thank you for doing that on Tuesday. I know the lines were long and there's some waits, but I appreciate you guys taking the time to do that. I did that. I didn't pass out. I know some of you guys almost passed out, which is awesome. Um, on, so that was Tuesday. On Wednesday, we went out to Heart and Hand, uh, served or brought uh, food pantry meals. Uh, people drove through to about 800 cars, about 300 families. I want to say thank you guys who made a difference on that feeding uh, insecure, uh, food insecure people in our city makes a huge difference. Came back Thursday, unloaded water into heart and hand so they could deliver that out. Uh, Thursday afternoon, well, some of you guys helped pack bags for lunches for the Belden Foundation. And then Thursday afternoon, we delivered that over to the high school. An incredible week. We got something special coming up uh, this afternoon. So at 1.30, if you live around um, Carnegie Village, uh, I want to encourage you uh, to tune into AM uh, to 16.10 AM at 1.30. Uh, we are putting on a a, a worship concert for Carnegie Village. We're bringing our trailer out, set up an AM transmitter. Our worship team will be on the parking lot. We have people holding signs uh, that say we love you, uh, telling the information, encouraging everybody. You know, these seniors have been locked, they say locked, I mean quarantined, it's basically locked in their room uh, for months now. Uh, they bring food to their room. They really have any shared space. And so this is a great opportunity to be the hands and feet of Jesus. I'm really excited about it. The worship team is learning uh, a ton of songs that are going to relate to them. And it's really, really powerful. It's exciting. We're going to be doing this all throughout this next month, uh, visiting different nursing homes in our city. I'm excited about it. So if you live about two mile radius of Carnegie Village, dude, seriously, 1.30, tune in, um, 16, 10 a.m. You're going to hear us uh, on there. We got Victor uh, Gorgachea speaking and sharing his heart. Uh, it's going to be an incredible day. And so I'm telling you, your generosity is making a difference in this season. It's all possible because you guys are giving. So there's three ways you can give. Um, you can give online. Go to reallifechurchkc.com. If you're on church online, click the give button. You can text email to 84321, or you can send your check in by mail. Address is on the website.
website. Hey, I want to encourage you guys, let's worship Jesus big one last time. Come on, let's get on our feet. Let's know, let's love know we love him. Come on, let's just give it up to him and uh, just sing to him today. Come on. sorrow and dead in my sin lost without hope with no place to begin your love may wait to let mercy come in when death was arrested my life began ash was redeemed only beauty remains my orphan heart was given a name my morning grew quiet my feet rose to dance when death was arrested my life began oh your grace so free washes all I'm a prisoner no more My shame was a ransom He faithfully poured He canceled my debt And he called me his friend When death was arrested And my life began Oh, your grace so Darkness rejoices, though heaven at last. Come on, let's lift it up. But then Jesus arose with our freedom in hand. That's when death was arrested in my life again. That's when death was arrested in my
incredible morning. We are free in Jesus. And I want to tell you today that hope has a name. His name is Jesus. And if you are looking for hope today, looking for someone to reach out a prayer for you, I want you to text RL hope to 97000 today. Our team would love to connect with you and help show you the hope that you can find in Jesus. Hey, let me encourage you. Do not turn that dial. We want you to connect. Our real life kids team is coming up next. They have an incredible word for your kids this morning to worship together, to engage in Jesus. You are not going to want to miss it. They do such an awesome job. I know our kids love worshiping and learning along with our kids team. So you don't want to miss it. And remember today, whoever finds Jesus discovers real life and purpose. Have an incredible day.